In this episode of the RV Small Talk podcast, yes, we know it's been a while. We uh, we didn't have our ducks in a row. However, we're coming right back at you with an episode Quack. about the craziness that is RV pricing. Whether they be new or used, it's nuts right now. So we're going to talk about why, how you might benefit, and how it might be a little bit, oh, who knows what. Frustrating? Yes. Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers and truck campers and the people, places, and adventures that go along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm Clint. I'm PJ. And I'm Lindsay. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, we got a bonus. Who's our bonus today? I'm Sean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. Jump in there, Sean. <laughs> Sean is here. He wandered in to uh, look at a truck camper and... We stole him. We handed him a microphone. Because that's what we do. Yes. And if you would like to join the conversation, go over to Facebook and check out the Facebook group. It is called RV Small Talk Community. So check us out on Facebook or check out any show notes from any episode, even the ones that we might have missed ourselves, over at RVSmallTalk.com. In the meantime, it's time to shoot the breeze, have some small talk, do some RV small talk. Let's go. Clint, can you talk any faster? Goodness, we need to put you in a contest. <laughs> Micro machines, it's not the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> can you auction something off real quick? No. <laughs> I'm a hoarder. I want to keep all the junk. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how many cups of coffee? Uh, this is only my second route. No. <laughs> no. This is number three real cups of coffee. What is a not real cup of coffee? PJ's weird. That's it has me. a green label on it, it says decaffeinated. Yeah. You drank decaf? I know. No. I, don't feel, I don't feel right. I'm a little sick. But I did Can't have that whole Dr. Pepper, too. And two donuts. And no, one do, one one donut. Two donuts. Yeah. I might go into like a, a little spasms. You ate to two opening. donuts. Don't lie. Did I? Yes. Yes. Did, no, I ate two here. I ate one. He ate one. But you had one earlier. No. Oh, then you only ate one. I ate one, but I did have a double a double. Giant uh, Dr. Prepper. <laughs> a Dr. Prepper. I had a Dr. Prepper. <laughs> because because the man's looking and he's coming. Somebody Dr. send us some kale in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> Clint needs I'd buy that box. <laughs> we, we need help. Uh, no, we don't. Clint no. does. Well, I hope everyone is listening quickly today. I can slow it As down. I tell my kids, I mean, turn your ears on. Mood music on. and slow this this puppy down. Oh, I don't know. We're going to be talking about money and pricing and what the heck your RV is worth. That, if, that's yeah, going to get ramped when up. When we talk about like things that are not good, just like talk really fast. And then when we talk about the good things, just talk really slow. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's see how that works. Okay. Hey, so. welcome to the podcast. You're a good thing. Let's talk about that. What brings you in? What? I was coming in to look at the uh, Cirrus uh, 620. A Cirrus? Are you serious? I'm serious. A Cirrus Nobody's ever made that joke before, by <laughs> I the way. I know, but I'm on the <laughs> microphone this time. Nobody. But you've come in and looked at all kinds of things. I have. And so it's just another round. But the first time you bought something, but since then you just been a looker you've been a looker I'm, I'm, well, I'm trying to change that i'm i've i do my due diligence on research so yeah he's not just a lurk, looker he's a, a, lurker. a lurker he's a lurker <laughs> but well, but but you are looking at the same manufacturer i am so you have what right now i have a uh tag xl 
And it's not just any tag XL, it's your tag XL, which means you have done things to this. What have you done to this tag XL and why why are we now (laughs) why are you you? And 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 why why does it make sense to 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 add something to the stable? So start out with what you have, what you've done. What makes it your own? So many questions. Uh, those, those, that, that's a lot of information. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I have the Tag XL. It was before the uh, the Boondock edition came out. Or you might be the inspiration. For yeah. The, what year is it? It's a uh, it's a seventeen. You had to think. So okay. it was like pre so Outback. Yes. yes, it was pre Outback, which is pre Boondock. Right. Pre Boondock. Right. right. So um, I wanted something that was bigger. And mine mm-hmm. had the fiberglass fenders on it, the real tiny tires on it, and I needed something to go off road and in the trails. It was uh, cute for Monica, but it wasn't. It didn't have enough testosterone dripping off of it and, for exactly. you. Exactly. So exactly. you kind of split the difference by adding. I put the uh, the Outback axle on it, okay. which is a 22, 22 degree pitch, um, which lifted the the camper up mm-hmm. twenty two degrees about, and then uh, I put thirty one ten fifty tires on it on 15 inch rims that added uh, additional clearance. So, and now your wife can't get into it. She, she needs a step. <laughs> <laughs> because what is she? She's, she's four foot 11. She's four 11. It's a big foot tag. Yeah. Before, before I put the uh, fenders on it and everything, I, I was so excited and had her come out and look at the progress. Uh-huh. And she asked immediately, you know, how, how am I going to get into this thing? Running was, start and dive. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not that big. And then she went over to the side of it, opened the door and put her chest on the edge of the back. Oh, so, that's hilarious. So I had to get her a step. So I'm assuming when you open the back kitchen that it is really your kitchen? Uh, no, actually, she she stands at it and everything's within reach. Okay. Oh, man, I don't cook at shoulder level. We 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 rarely cook from okay. in the kitchen. So that's okay. something that we don't necessarily use. We use a lot of the microwave. We don't use a lot of the cooktop. But okay. you open up the back to show it off because you kind of dressed it up. <laughs> oh, what's going so on back there? Cool. It's like a, it's, so it's kind of like a mullet thing. There's a party in the back. There's a party in the back. <laughs> okay. Tell us I, about this party. Mullets I, are back. They to, they are Did so you know? Very oh, bad. That, are that is so disturbing. No, it's not. I, oh, I'd go for it so if disturbing. I weren't thinning out so bad on top. No, we're still working on your double mustache. <laughs> okay. Fine. Okay. Sorry. Back to your tag. <laughs> um, <laughs> Way in, too much coffee today. In, I had none. <laughs> okay. waft mine in your direction stop talking sean's talking <laughs> <laughs> so in the back i uh changed out the countertop i did a man-made stone it was uh granted is too fragile for what i'm gonna do with it so I had what the, you're going to do with it what what i do, do okay with it. okay so i knew if i put a uh a granite countertop in there it was gonna end up breaking on the road so okay. uh, I had a man-made stone put in, cut and put in. Um, I also did the uh, backsplash mm-hmm. with uh, aluminum tiles from Home Depot. So I redid all of that. Um, Very cool. Nice. That's all nice. in the back. Uh, the suspension, I put the uh, upgraded roof rack on the top of it. I upgraded the fan to a max fan. Um, the a max fan in that small space? The, the power lift one. Yeah. Okay, but even just the regular one, that's a lot of power blowing into that little it, camper. It is. The biggest thing, the biggest reason why I did that is the overhang that uh-huh. is on that so I can leave it open when it's when it's raining. Okay. I can also leave it open when I'm rolling down the road. Yeah. So benefit in that. 
um, plus the ability to have 10 speeds on it right. and cut it down to just moving low, air just to barely moving air blowing out your hair right 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 mm -hmm. because sleeping you know when it's negative two degrees outside and you have a heater going you'll build up a lot of condensation yes. on the walls and everything yeah. if you have your vent closed so having it open with no wind mm -hmm. blowing the fans not on mm -hmm. um or having it at like a 10 percent, maybe 20 percent, yeah. then that'll keep the air moving and keep the condensation can going. i can i just pause right there you are an example you and monica are an example of yes with a small camper that doesn't that isn't self-contained doesn't have a toilet in and all that you totally can camp in all those conditions and have a blast because you two do that every year several times a year yes people always ask us is the tag a four season camper and i'm like it's well, more like how willing are you well i uh, the camper's not what needs to be four season the people need to be four right. season i i have <laughs> i'm a spring myself I mean, really <laughs> i'm autumnal <laughs> i would rather camp in negative two degrees than to camp in 101 degrees everyone raise Hell your hand no. everyone raise yeah, your hand yeah, if you're in the same category no I mean, I'd do it. no i'd take 102 any day it yeah. oh no we have figured out um that the ac if you don't have shade and the humidity is high the ac will not cool mm -hmm. it will not keep it cold i yeah. should say it'll it'll cool it it's not 101 degrees on the inside but it's not mm -hmm. um comfortable to me right and there, everyone has this level of what they can bear with but i'm i'm if it's nighttime and it's mm -hmm. in the upper 80s I'm probably not sleeping yeah. at night. I'm I'm the same way. Well, when we're used to house air conditioners and right. they're recirculating all that air mm -hmm. and you get to ACs like is in your tag and they're pulling from the outside, they can only bring it down about 20 degrees. At best. In so the you best can't get it to 60 degrees if it's 101 outside and you're not in the shade. And I feel like that's so in like there's lower humidity. There's just no way to do it. Right. You no know, way to do I it. I think in lower humidity, it, that's the best chance of getting it down 20 degrees okay. in high humidity. I okay, think it's but even worse. Comparing to negative two degrees outside, <laughs> okay, you can warm up that trailer. I'll yeah. grant you that. But I am not stepping foot out there and trying to enjoy myself in negative two degrees. Yes, it's That's true. the problem. There, you can fix hot. You can't fix cold. Well, there, you can survive hot. I should be... Freezing. Yes, you can. Just water. Just jump in some water. Find a garden hose. Go to the sink. There are <laughs> go to the sink. different things that we are able to do and not able to do when it's cold. Mm -hmm. it's but the cold. same the same thing, you know, we may go on a very, you know, during the peak heat of the day, yeah. which is only 30 degrees, we may go on a hike. Uh -huh. You know, and explore uh, right. something that's like a frozen river. You don't see frozen rivers around yeah. here, you know. Yeah. So to go see something like that, then we deal with the cold. Um, then you crawl back in your camper and get warm. Exactly. Okay. Uh, we figured out two ways to now keep you can't. It. I keep interrupting you, but I no want way. everybody to know this is a tiny teardrop. There is no standing up in this. Camper. Well, and we mentioned, yeah, we mentioned it's, alluded to the fact that Monica is tiny. However. Yes. Uh, however, is, yeah. yes, no, there is only sitting up in bed in right. this camper. And how tall really are you? Pretty I'm much. six foot tall. Yeah. Yeah. So you so. take up the camper. 
Pretty much. Dang. So, Mom. <laughs> well, you know, let's just get a visual here. Let's get a visual. So that's the thing. If it's negative two degrees, you might take a hike, but then you spend the rest of the time trying to stay warm. I don't know. I, I guess I'm not that. Yeah, I don't know because you've never been warm. I've never been. I'm warm. not sure she understands what warm yeah. is. You're right. You're right. You're out of view. I don't your, know uh, what to say about that. Real house but, here. Yeah. We, we do a lot of uh, driving. Uh-huh. And we go to different places, different little small towns, uh-huh. and we'll we'll venture from you know the the warmth of one cool shop to the warmth of a different cool shop, you know. So we'll bounce through shops, and then we'll leave that little town. We'll leave Silverton, and we'll go to Uray and do the exact mm-hmm. same thing, and then we'll leave Uray and go to Telluride and do the exact same thing. And it's okay if it's cold when you're doing that, right? Yeah, and I then, come with. And you. then at the end, end end of the evening, you know, the, you go back to your camper and you turn on the heater, or we turn on the. Um, we fa- figured out that using a, a heating blanket. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, perfect. In that space, perfect. yes, absolutely. The the heater sometimes will um, heat us out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, within yeah, five minutes, I'm ready much. for my my nose to start bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So to have have something that like that that's turned on way low, but you have your um, heating blanket that right. is that is there. Yeah. That it's like the just right. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. You know, since this podcast, cold just thinking about I am, it. I am absolutely. It doesn't take much. Um, I am sitting here in our office with a coat on. Uh, so we are actually having a podcast talking about what the heck is your RV worth and why are these prices so crazy? We are. We are actually. We'll, we'll Did you know that? I, so thank you <laughs> all of you me. out there for hanging in there with us because uh, we're just having one of those days. But Sean, Let's you've done Sean. so many cool things to your trailer you know prices are higher than they've ever been right. have you thought about selling it no 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 even though you could probably get more for it than you paid for it yes yes why 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 wouldn't you sell it and get your six because that's not where his value is i have i have done a lot of work to it it's 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 mine i don't know if other people would look at it and it be theirs so um, if they paid you enough money, would you care? No. Okay. I mean, I would I would sell it if someone came up and offered me five thousand dollars more than you paid for. Right. It. Absolutely. I would be ignorant not to. However, I'm not going to go out and put it out there for sale. Okay. It's not all about the money, is right. what you're saying. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, you use your camper. I mean, you really do. I do. And the value is in these experiences. Right. And you're not done having them. Right. And right now, to get you something like it, it'd be a waiting list. Right. And that, it costs more. That's the other thing. If I sell this, then I have to replace it right. with something. So That's going to cost more than it. Right. Right. Than right. It, and which is, try, trying to find it. Right. Finding the one that I want. Right. Um, and all of that. It's just, for me, it's not worth the effort and this one you have had it since new 27 since new yeah and you've worked it out like it's second nature back of the hand sort of thing right yeah why i ask you why 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 what what? would you sell it (laughs) jinx you owe me a coke i don't drink coke though i'll take a dr pepper we know what that did to clint during this podcast (laughs) are you sure you want a dr pepper um not opposed <laughs> well, I mean, let's just. Are you done? 
probably not. We don't even have probably still not. recording. Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> let's let's try to have the okay. conversation. Let's start at the top. All right. RV prices are now approaching dizzying heights. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Good job. I'm done. Uh, I'm, but I'm getting are. vertigo just thinking about it. <laughs> like you on the mountainside of the mountain? Uh, the mountainside of the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I got my verb and my, what, my noun mixed up. What side is that? <laughs> Any side. Of the mountain? Any side of the mountain is the side. What is you're wrong on. with us today? We uh, skip one week and we don't know how to talk anymore. Uh, <laughs> well, we have had a kind of a crazy week for lots of reasons. But one of the reasons is next week is supposed to be our big dealer open house. But since it's really not happening, it got canceled. Everybody is just emailing us price increases like, mm. whoa, right. you are kidding now, we're, we're used to price increases around this time of year. Yes. However, it's done so differently that it's causing a bit of an issue. Yeah, the, the the communications during the pandemic has been really changed in our world. And, of course, reps don't visit us much, if any, mm-hmm. um, because most of them still aren't allowed to travel. Mm-hmm. So we don't see a lot of people. They don't stop in and say, hey, here's what's new. Here's what's changing. We're upgrading this, you know, but we just kind of get this email that says from here on out, we don't have this part or from here on out, this price is higher or from here on out, this refrigerator is now that refrigerator or or. You know all those trailers you just sold? Here's what the flooring will look like. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, and, yes. and these emails, it's not like once in a while. Like, we get these emails almost every day from some manufacturer yes. about something going on. It's just, just crazy. And now it's about price increases. So we have been talking in the office and said, whoa, what? I mean, the, the feel for us is that People are are raising their prices by astronomical amounts. So, you know, is that really happening? I actually compared manufacturers' pricing over the last 10 years on five different units. 2011 to 2021? 2012 to 2012. 2022, because okay, right. right now, That's everybody's building 2022. Okay. So, let me tell you what I found, because I started thinking, maybe I'm just, you know, getting old, like, you know, I remember when bread was a nickel kind of thing. Right. <laughs> when a dime bag cost a dime. What? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have to. <laughs> no, you're not. Don't you dare edit that out. It's a great line. <laughs> uh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm off track. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so I picked, I I pulled from actual sales that we did and what we paid for units on the manufacturing price. What we paid? What we paid. Okay. Not what they're sold for. Because that's a different discussion. Let's talk about this Mm -hmm. first. (laughs) So I looked at between the tab, which is the big brother to what you have. Correct. Sean and a truck, a Lance truck camper and a Lance trailer, they all ranged between 20 and 25%, 26%. 
of increase in cost to us between 2012 and 2017. It's not so outrageous over five years, right? But in the next five years, between 2017 and 2022, it was actually less. So, well, one that was higher went down a little bit to 20, and then 23 went to 26, and uh, let's see, 21 went all the way down to uh, under 10% with Lance Trailers when you look at the overall scheme of cost. Increase now, from 2012 increase. to 2017 versus 2017 so the, now they've to had 2022. steady increases. So the amount of increase has decreased. They have all increased, but the uh, rate of increase has decreased. Who's on first? Right? Is that right? <laughs> that's, that's right. You, you're just sucking up now. <laughs> this is, this is fun. Okay. But when you, right. when you, I mean, it's hard without the visuals, but when you're looking at the increases over the past five years, mm-hmm. there were three manufacturers where it looked pretty much similar in the second half, mm-hmm. the second five years as it did in the first. So recently, they didn't have that much increase. However, uh, you know, Lance doesn't have their 2022 trailer prices out yet. And I am told to expect, you know, somewhere around 20%. Another 20%. Over, for for Over, a year, like a one like, year difference. Like now. Now, I'm only saying this about Lance because I know of at least five other major manufacturing companies that are in that range right now. I mean, huge increases. And a lot of these, uh, we just, we work with Intech. They do a great job and they have increased, kind of tried to, tried to slow grow it, mm-hmm. thinking the pandemic is going to pass. And now they're having to have a huge jump because everything has gotten so much more expensive. Well, wait, wait, wait. More expensive for them? For them. So, yes. so it's, it's not just saying, let's ask for it because we can get it. It's not uh, manufacturers saying, hey, because there's so much demand, we can ask for more and get it, right? Yeah. How far back does this go? Yeah. The price increase, because that, I mean, that's how the world works, right? Like I have to pay more for it, so I'm going to charge you more for it. And then you have to charge that person more for it. And then that person has to charge that. So like, where is, where is this starting? Yeah. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? (laughs) Well, you know, we can always just say, oh, it's the pandemic. And everybody will go, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, but what does it mean? But the reality is, yeah, where, what, what, what happened and what's next? So if, if I take my guess at this, I think every last facet, go straight back to raw materials, steel, aluminum, copper for the electrical wiring. I believe I believe that that's where the price increases are starting, and then they just kind of work up the chain. Spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was telling them that I went and uh, tried to buy spray paint on Sunday, and the shelves were almost bare. Mm-hmm. There's no spray paint, and I'm like, just things that I never thought about are just not available. I mean, I went to two Home Depots thinking one store must have just you know, lost their stalker or something. And, but no, there's no spray paint. It's just so crazy. So I, I don't know why, but I'm thinking of a left leaning fence post that's been spray painted. It's wow. obviously a Huffington post. Oh, geez. 
Oh, geez. Clint's on a roll today. Oh, he thinks he's like on a butter. roll. Come on, come on. But but even if you're looking at raw materials, yeah. I mean, there's just this feeling in the air that, you know, the pandemic's been here, we've had to do without, and there's not enough people and all that. But I will tell you, in the last six months, it the supply has gotten so much crazier. Mm-hmm. So much worse. And we all feel like our life is getting a little more normal. But but the price of campers is not. Or cars but, but, or but trucks. But stuff is getting right. so bizarre. I mean. High value goods, I think. Is, you think. You feel like it's the high value, high number goods, high dollar amount goods. How's that? Where we're really s- still seeing the effects. Like the grocery store, we've kind of absorbed that feeling of, okay. Okay. They're filling up the shelves with a whole lot of the same thing that we don't need. Right. Yeah. But we've kind of acclimated to that because that's the day to day. It's a little bit more yeah. mundane. But these big ticket items, the automobile industry, the RV industry and the housing and all that, where wood just doubled in price, steel for steel construction doubled in price or more. I feel like it's the big ticket items where it's just shocking what has happened and what's continuing. Well, if you think about the pricing. It has to start over here, like raw materials, right? Yep. Well, you got to get raw materials somewhere where they can make something out of it. And if some of that is made overseas, then it's got to get here. We had a discussion this morning about containers. The container shortage. You seem like someone who'd be interested in containers. No, sir. (laughs) <laughs> because i tell you what if you I'm got not gonna 50, live in a container <laughs> fifty six thousand dollars for a container okay but what but that that yes that six months ago cost sticky note that says, says like forty five hundred dollars right no 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 not six months okay here's here's okay. what i wrote okay. down from that conversation march of 2020 that container cost forty five hundred dollars Right. And that is getting a container to put your stuff in to ship it here so you can mm -hmm. make stuff. Mm -hmm. One year later, March of 2021, that same shipping container, 16,000. Wow. From 4,500 to 16,000. Now that's March to March. Now we're six months later ish Mm -hmm. here in October. And that shipping container is. Fifty-eight thousand. What? Fifty-eight thousand. What? For a forty-foot shipping container. Now, same forty-foot shipping container. The caveat is that does include on that last number getting it from the port to the manufacturer, having a truck. That last number is shipping because they have to start including that number. I'm told. I'm not in the container business, but they have to start including that because. That same supplier has containers that have been sitting in the shipyards for like, what did he say, 17 months Mm -hmm. that they can't get out because they're all piled up and nobody knows where everything is and they can't, they don't have people to unload them and distribute them. So it's not just the item, the the logistics of moving those items has fallen apart to such a degree that it's just... I mean, unfathomable. So how much does that piece have to go up? I mean, even if you had a thousand pieces in a container. Right. Or 5,000 pieces in a container. Just to cover the container Just to and cover $56,000 container charge. Whoa. So, okay. Then there's, you know, 
parts that aren't there and they have to get different parts. That's the other thing we're getting every week. Okay, we don't have this piece, so, so, we, so we, we'll send it to you later. There's that. We're like, whoa. Uh-huh. And then there's all these changes, like yeah. like we, we had to pivot, we had to go with a different brand stovetop or or whatever. And the pivot isn't a it isn't a across the board easy lateral slide. A pivot costs money. Yeah. Like we couldn't find the part at all. We couldn't find the stovetop at all. So we had to find someone who could supply stovetops. Well, that research took time. That connection took time. That's money. And then the part finding that small batch somewhere else actually cost more. Do you know how many of our off-road trailers use Yeti coolers? A pretty and significant amount. You can't get Yeti coolers anymore. Not because they're not out there. I, I don't know. Are they not out there? But somewhere along this manufacturing thing, they're not there. So everything yeah. has to pivot, which means then the way the trailers are built and the way you use them, you have to find something that's available. They're not available. But you know, usually what we see now is engineering costs. We uh-huh. see we built a new trailer. We designed something new and fabulous. Right. Are we seeing that? Have you seen that? Ooh, that depends. That's manufacturer by manufacturer. However, if there is a change in a component, an air conditioner or something like that, it might actually take some engineering redesign and all that. Not often in the air conditioning because it's usually they're designed to a standard thing but sometimes it is a part but do y'all know that uh is it johnny cash who sings that song about putting together a car and he steals a piece from the assembly line every day and then he puts together the 51 52 53 54 57 50 you know what i'm talking about i do know the song i can't think of it is that johnny cash I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to find it. Anyway, he builds a car one piece at a time by stealing, but it ends up being like this hybrid Frankenstein car because it's a bunch of different year models and like the headlamp is from here. And so like maybe that's what RV manufacturers start doing is like they can't (laughs) find the parts to build an RV, so they can't make anything new. So they could just take pieces from all the things they make and put right. them together and we could see something really we cool that's how my brain works while y'all are talking about this stuff i'm like ooh, like frankenstein <laughs> camper but we haven't seen it it is johnny cash by the way uh, <laughs> all right good job my so proud of me right now <laughs> but we haven't we haven't seen new stuff I haven't seen new stuff. Sometimes they'll say yeah we have a new floor plan well you know they made the bed so it will flip up or whatever. Ooh, we added a piano hinge. <laughs> we can find those, so we decided to use it. Right? It's just, to me, uh, the prices are skyrocketing, but we're not seeing that much innovation that we usually see. That's unfortunate. All right, let's move on to used. Well. Oh, we're not there yet. Sorry. I wouldn't move on to used. I would say what people are still buying the new ones. What happens when you put a deposit down on a new one? I mean, oh, because people increase. are still buying. Yeah. yeah. What? Okay, so so let me let me set this up. So so I go in, I talk to a dealership, I find a salesperson. We 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 agree this is the right unit for me. We t- sit down, do paperwork, but they're not looking to build it for another year, and there may be price increases in between. What happens? So if you're going to buy a trailer, Sean, and it's not going to be here for six months to a year. How do you feel about that? Are you nervous? Like with price increases and or as, as a consumer, I mean that when you're looking at something that is going to be out 
six months to a year from now, mm-hmm. especially a year, six months, I wouldn't expect that it would go up a whole lot. Um, but if you came back to me and told me, you know, hey, your camper that you ordered a year ago, it's going to be this much now. I think I can understand that inflation and everything, you know, and I wouldn't be upset about it. But we're, we're talking 20 percent. How do you feel about 20 percent? 20 percent. I mean, there's 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 a line there. But you're you talking know? about you're talking about over a year. But what if you put one on order that's supposed to be here in three months and that price increase comes in that three months range? That's still yeah. a 20 percent increase in three months that is passed to the manufacturers. So but a three month is was kind of a normal thing just a couple of years ago. What did we do? What was the what did dealerships do then and manufacturers do then when there were price increases? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times they'll say what you already have on order is this price and starting or they'll say starting the first of next month, mm-hmm. they're going to be this price but when you have a three to six percent price increase and you don't have 150 units pre-ordered then it's not that big a deal you have one or two Mm -hmm. we have an entire file cabinet full of pre-orders but when this is the only trailer you can get and Mm -hmm. your name is already on it and it just went up 20%. It just went up 20%. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what do that's you, hard to stomach. It is. And, you know, if that's the only way, it depends on how much you want it. Yeah. As, yeah, a, as is, a consumer, you know, I mean, it's supply and demand at, at yeah. its finest. You know, if 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 you call me and say, hey, the, tra- the trailer that you ordered a year ago, I have mm-hmm. one now. But mm-hmm. the bad is it's $7,000 more expensive. You know, how bad do I want it? Mm-hmm. Am I going to go shop uh, used? Or am I going to pay for it? At what yeah. point as the buyer do you go, no, I mean, I chose my colors. I chose my cushions, which they changed on me, of course. I chose I chose this air conditioner, this whatever, this, this entertainment package. I chose this. Like, I signed my name to this, like the build sheet and all that. And we're a year or more out. It finally came off the production line. And the the numbers have have changed. I feel like this was done to me. Like, like, didn't we agree on yeah. something? I mean, at what point? I think that is up to a dealership as to whether they call you back and say, uh, Mr. Smith, thank you very much for your deposit. I know you've waited three months, but uh, it looked like your trailer coming in at the end of the year is going to cost $7,000 more. Uh, would you like to keep this on order or would you like your deposit back? I mean, that's certainly a conversation that sometimes mm, we've had to have. That's so hard. And some, oh, oh it, uh, yeah. And then the dealership feels so drippy. Um, and then so, and then social media gets word of it. Well, and- you know what? <laughs> we've been, we get torn up on social media and I, as every dealership does. Right. Especially now. And, and occasionally, you know what? We don't handle things perfectly or mm-hmm. an employee says something that they shouldn't have. But the reality is so much of this is uh, unprecedented is such an overused word, but it's out of our control. Mm -hmm. And we did not expect 20% increases. We expected five. Right. And I'll, I'll stomach five. Mm -hmm. I can't stomach 20%. We're not making any money at that point. Well, yeah, absolutely. So, and you know, some dealerships I've heard, uh, I've actually seen some emails where they're going, well, then I'll just give you your money back because I can sell it for more. And so like houses, mm-hmm. you know, all the mm-hmm. house builders, 
now around here. If you put down money to have a custom home built a year ago and agreed on a price, they want you to cancel because they can make more money on it selling it now than they could a year ago. That's right. Even though things cost more. So I don't know. Do trailer manufacturers and dealerships do that? Well, the fact of the matter is, as kind of a de facto middleman, the dealership. Yeah, if there's a price increase of 20%, a dealership simply can't absorb that. They can't They can't, they can't make a concession to the well, customer, you know. I mean, okay, here's another caveat. What if the dealership is selling at MSRP, which a lot of them are? Who would buy at MSRP four years ago? No, no, Three that was a thing. I mean, who would? No yeah, one. That's the Times. number that you know not to go to. Like yeah. that's yeah. the no, yeah. no number. <laughs> that's, that's the okay. That's the most expensive you can legally charge me. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But but that is happening now. I'm fairly regularly uh, selling at MSRP or close to, mm-hmm. especially if you fear a big price increase and the trailer's going to take six months to a year. You have to hedge your bet. So that's tricky. So then you throw in, I'm going to wait for the used market. Oh, geez. So the price of the new one is going up. Uh Of course, the cost of the used one is going up too, right? Because there's a demand for used ones. Huge demand. So people are making money selling, which is why I asked you, people are making money selling their used ones for pretty much what they paid for it or more sometimes Mm -hmm. if it's two or three years old. So at what point is it worth waiting for the used one and will the new ones come down? I mean, I cannot even imagine how many questions the consumers have if I've been in this business 25 years and I have questions. Right. I don't know how it's going to play out. Right. You can send your questions too. (laughs) We all have a few opinions, but... (laughs) I, it's it is a real dilemma. Sean, would you consider a used six twenty? If Absolutely. we could find it, you would. Absolutely, you would. Why not? All right, have y'all you, write you, on it. You, y'all call us. Have you, have you scoped <laughs> scoped them out at all? Have you seen if have they're you out looked there? for them? So I haven't looked for them. No, I've I've done research on uh, YouTube and and that's the reason why. I was passing by today and I was like, ah, I wonder if they got one. Not to saw a whipped in here. I've looked on on the website. <laughs> Princess Craft website mm-hmm. and there's not none are shown uh-huh. but I was like maybe there's one that's sold that's just sitting there that's exactly that what that 620 in, is know, and, uh-huh. and be able to fill it mm-hmm. in person rather mm-hmm. than on a video right. so, you know that so 620 was our only new truck camper we had for sale for about five hours and now we don't have any. And now we don't. And it's mm-hmm. sold. Yeah. And now we and don't so have any. So we had a new one for about five hours. <laughs> can I can I put that in a little box too? Yeah. We are the largest truck camper dealership in the whole state of Texas and quite a few miles beyond Texas. And, and we, we have don't zero. have any new truck campers. Zero new truck yeah. campers for we sale. We delivered seven, I think, last week. Mm-hmm. But half of them were used. One or two was new. And a few others, I think we, I, I, I guess more than half of them were used because I think we only had two or three new ones, mm-hmm. but they were, they, it's just they crazy. come in, they're here for a day or two and people come and pick them up and they're gone. We got nothing, nothing. So yeah, that was really lucky because yeah. we yeah. only have five <laughs> truck campers on our lot. Four of them are used and one of them is sold and one of them happens to be a Cirrus 620. That's Yeah. 
So as a buyer, Bonkers. how do you decide? You lucky? <laughs> yeah. Do you put one on order? Do you, you know, pay the new price? Do you look for a used one? What do you think, Sean? Which I think do? it's all in what the consumer is looking to do. What are that, you looking to that, do? What am I looking to yeah. do? Yeah. I have time. Okay. I, I'm I'm adventuring constantly anyways. I have I have the tag. The he's check a, so, yeah. He's totally a rolling stone. Time so, is on his side. <laughs> <laughs> you will gather no moss. So <laughs> I, I have I have time because I can I can still play in the, the, the teardrop for as long as I want. So if it comes out, you know, a year from now or two years from now that that I um, am able to find the truck camper that that is the one for me, then mm-hmm. I have that time. There's other people who um, are trying to get into this right. lifestyle who, yeah, man, you're going to have to do yeah. it. You're going to have to do it. You're going to have to do it some way or another. You're going to have to get into that and jump into it. Yeah. So that's where, that's where I, feel. it's weighing what's more important, like um, getting it now or paying the lowest price or getting exactly what you want. Right. Like there's, right. Well, you shoppers are the type of people whose personality really likes to like find that needle in a haystack, that super deal. But if if you really do that, ah, you might miss a whole year of traveling and adventuring. Well, and we've said it. I know we've said it before on the podcast, but everyone keeps talking about waiting until it goes down. But yeah. do you think it? Was, I, yeah. I I don't I don't have an opinion on that. But I've heard you say that. I think people are kind of anticipating it's going to happen soon, sooner than it probably actually will happen. So, yeah. How much time are you willing to wait to not camp? So my notion is, is that there's, yes, something's going to level off. Maybe the prices will come back down a little bit, but they will never go back to 2019 or, uh, or an inflated 2019. I think that this is moving numbers to a level that they can't back back down that far. Clint's hand is going up and it's, down. It's, it's going you guys can't see it, but it's, it's floating around. Yeah. He's conducting I'm a symphony over, over here. Do re mi over here. <laughs> well, if the used market is going up and they're selling at all time high numbers in the used market, PJ is talking with hands now. And the new ones are going up high. I mean, aren't we at the same amount of savings? So if you really yes, want to but use it's one, ultimately you will save some money, but you're not going to get a steal of a deal either way. Right, right, but it, they're both ultimately more money. Yeah, right. The value Everything of the dollar, is gonna go up. It, yeah, the value of the dollar is not going up with these numbers. Well, we saw we have had doubled the inflation this year than we have right in the just past from January to and, this month, and that's just normal. But, that's the dollar inflation. That's not on the prices yeah. of campers. That's that's the, the U.S. dollar, dollar inflation. inflation rate. Yeah. And so if everything keeps getting higher and inflation goes up, I mean, then where are you? I mean, does it really boil down to how bad do you want a camper? Yes. How bad do you want to go camping? Pretty much. Yeah. Suck it up and buy something. Yes. Or don't. Or don't. We're not here to tell you what to do. Well, no, I am here to tell you what to do, but you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. I'm living proof. (laughs) You don't have to listen. Stop it, mom. Stop it. I'm not going to college, mom. The the math in all of this right now is just so unpredictable. It's just so unpredictable Mm -hmm. and so crazy. Are there any winners right now? Is anyone winning? Is anyone like, like, I mean, you would think that there's a lot of winners here. I see a whole lot of losers. Doesn't look like a lot of fun. Okay. Manufacturers. 
Are they is winning? Is this a season of winning for manufacturers? Oh, my reps are all mad because they see the demand and they don't have the campers to fill them. And they are only paid when things get manufactured and shipped out. Yeah. Like, However, the reality is they are shipping more RVs so far this year than in any other previous year. But it seems like it's slower because there's so many waiting. Because there's so many waiting and we all started out at zero. So there's still nothing sitting on. Well, and I can imagine as a manufacturer rep, like you just get your whole dealer base just screaming at you all the time. Yes. I need more. I need it faster. Yes. Where are my campers? Yeah. Because before it was just kind of this normal. Mm -hmm. I'm ordering this with these options. Okay, here it is. Yay. We all get paid. But now it's like. More, 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 mm-hmm. faster. <laughs> I bet it was fun for yeah. the first week or two. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so manufacturers aren't winning. Well, they are building as much as they possibly can, but the prices are bouncing all around. They're having to, they can't just say, okay, let's build with the suburban water heater. They, all they can do is say, do we have enough water heaters? Wait, do we need to switch? Do we need to find a different one? Oh my gosh, now we don't have this. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like there's no air conditioners one week and then there's no awnings and then there's no their problems you know. are yeah. Our so problems are their problems. <laughs> they don't get to just build and say, "Oh, we can protect this percentage." Well, what about profit. it's what about just this? crazy. Those of us who try to put out information on new units like like what we do through our YouTube videos. Uh-huh. And those YouTube videos show a specific air conditioner or a oh, specific, and, and then the customers go, your video showed me so the wrong hard. thing. And, and then we're they, like, yeah, well, they changed. Well, and then the manufacturers don't change their website. They don't change any of their material. Right. And so the customers are saying, but I want that. I want that one. It and doesn't that's what's supposed exist. To come. And we're like. I, you, you can't retrofit it. Can't yeah. help you. No one knew it. But what we were showing you in that video was a unicorn. Well, but we <laughs> didn't know it. Yeah, we, <laughs> we could we could do a whole podcast on on customers' complaints, but <laughs> but but the man I mean the manufacturers are making money. They're struggling with employees and parts. Mm-hmm. The reps are making money. They're struggling with production and angry people. Mm-hmm. The dealerships are making money, but they are struggling with managing. Uh, the same things and the shortages yeah. and dad uh, jokes and the dad jokes who struggles oh, man. Ma- managing those I'm doing great <laughs> it's one of my healthiest dad joke seasons <laughs> my numbers are way up that's probably yeah. oh yes they are <laughs> yes production way up <laughs> but is it meeting demand yes are we, flooding, are we flooding the market <laughs> saturated uh, <laughs> so you know but consumers are they losing through all of this or are they getting enough campers john how do you feel you're consumer. are you are you a loser oh. tell us well <laughs> when you ask me like that no man Look, if you don't get help here please get help somewhere <laughs> right it won't, it won't be here fyi <laughs> i think there's so many people that have um gotten into you know ever since um the COVID started and everybody was locked down at home. I got a bright idea. Let's go to public lands. Let's go somewhere with public lands. I like it. And, uh-huh. and just hang out for a month or so. 
everyone else had my same exact idea. Yes, what? they did. So, <laughs> yeah, yes, they people did. People were buying up campers and they're going, they're figuring out public lands, they're figuring out how to get out there and how to do things, and they just flooded it. Um, we looked at one place that uh, it it had, I don't know, 12, 15 campsites, and there were probably 150 RVs. In yeah, that oh, that's so, uh, that's not what you want. Right. <laughs> so, so it's like, okay, that's a proof that there's so many more people that are that are getting out and doing this which is which is a good good thing. yeah i i Just, want as many me personally i want as many i want to go see i want to see you at the campsite i want to i want to say hello I yeah but you're gonna leave to, early you know i will, yeah, I, will. <laughs> I want to say hello but i will and not I'm say not goodbye. Gonna say goodbye you know but it's a glance it's but, not a see it's but, a glance you know i want to see all these people out there and and that's great but um I forgot where I was going to go. With. I'm sorry. Uh, are they, <laughs> so are you a loser? <laughs> the consumer as a whole, are they losing out on all of this inflation? Or is it kind of a win situation because it's I, getting more people camping, even though it's more money? So I think there are, like I was saying, there's more people camping, but the companies can't keep up with that. And, and you know, I, I look at it as an earthquake and you have all these aftershocks afterwards. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, they, they we're probably in one of the aftershocks, you know, all the prices mm -hmm. going up or, or this, we can't source this product to put in the camper. So let's source this and then customers are pissed and stuff like that. For me, I think that I understand enough about it. So if you, you know, if it, if a camper came in, if the truck camper came in and it had a different AC in it, okay, does it work the same as the other one? Mm -hmm. Does it accomplish the same as the one that I saw was in there? Then let's go with it. Mm -hmm. If not, give it to somebody else and go try to find myself another one. Mm -hmm. Which is gonna, you know, yeah, if I waited a year, feeling, now I got another another year of waiting. You yeah, know, you know there's that saying? feeling so, of disappointment of this is what I thought I was getting yeah. and now you don't have it. And even if it's the same and it works the same, it's still, you know, that feeling of like, it's not what I had in my head. Everybody yeah. wants. I can't believe you guys would do this to me. <laughs> that well, it feels right. very personal, doesn't it? Oh, it's so personal. I, th I think it feels very personal to the consumer. God, well, can you imagine you buy yeah. something that's $40,000 that you may or may not even seen mm -hmm. and you waited I don't know, four, six, eight months for it. And it and comes it's not in you, and it's not the same. Yeah. It's different and it's and it might cost more. And, yeah. it, and it's just deflating. Yeah. So what's, yeah, what 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 is the smart thing for, I know I'm struggling <laughs> with this because what I'd love to know, which there is no answer for, I know, but what's the smart thing for a buyer to do at this point? Do they wait? Do they buy? If you want it that bad, buy. I agree. Mm -hmm. And with that, compromise. Yeah. You know, if it's not exactly what you want, at least you have it and you can get out and mm -hmm. go do your thing. I think the understanding, too, that it's all across the board, that mm -hmm. it does go all the way back to the beginning. And it's not like some evil plan to get all the money to mm -hmm. the dealerships or the manufacturers or whatever. Um, I think that like understanding that is it's easier to accept right. what's happening here. I think that and acceptance is the first step. I think there's also this knowing, <laughs> I know this. knowing yourself a little, you know, talk to yourself a little bit so other people can hear you and worry about you. But talk to yourself a little bit and know what it's really doing it for. Because if you're re if it's if your fear of miss missing out is the 
activities that you'll be able to do, the actual camping experiences, then go for it. But if your FOMO, your fear of mixing out is because you want this exact product exactly the way it is because you like to own things. Then wait for it. Then I would wait. Yeah. Because because there's no guarantees and those changes can and probably will happen this time. So if your joy is in the possession of the thing, I think I would lean on wait till you see the thing in person and buy it because you love the thing that you can see and touch. But if your thing is the experiences, then who cares about that air conditioner as long as it works? Who cares about maybe the upholstery as long as it sits? Go have your experiences. That's my thought. It's a good thought. I agree because whether I'm out in a hammock, a tent, a tag or a truck camper, I'm going to be out there. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter for me. As mm-hmm. long as I'm out. Sean doesn't care. It. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Sean yeah. don't care. Well, I will say that if you're not using your camper, here's what I do know about the situation now. If you are not using that camper and it is sitting there mm. and, That's money. you know, you're planning on maybe doing it sometime. No, this is your golden opportunity. Yes. This is the golden egg. You know, it doesn't matter how. Don't wait to repair that. Don't wait to replace Mm -hmm. that cushion. Don't even wait to put new tires on it. Dress it up. Don't do anything. Just snap a few pictures, put it online, be honest, and you will get the best bang for your buck. Right now. Yes. Right now. This minute. And put it, put that money towards joy and experiences and whatever, whatever. they are. And if you and if you're just gonna use it whenever, then go ahead and sell it and rent for those just whenevers. Yeah. So that that person right there is the clear winner in this right now because mm-hmm. they have uh, the best opportunity to get get out from under whatever it is maybe they're not using mm-hmm. and get top dollar. And you know, it just it isn't always the case. So yeah, those guys they're winning. Cool. But maybe you want to just air up those tires and head on out there and meet Sean on the back roads. That would be cool, too. I'll be waiting by the fire. <laughs> All right. Very good. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Sean, thanks for joining us. Yeah, Absolutely. thanks, Sean. Thanks for having me. You're like an awesome surprise. <laughs> yes. You took the podcast to 11. This no? one goes to 11. Thank you. I was like, somebody get that <laughs> reference, please. Somebody. Man, uh, you're speaking to me just like Spinal Tap. <laughs> If you have not yet, don't forget to subscribe to the RV Small Talk uh, wherever you get your podcasts. We love reviews and ratings, especially on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, big hearts. We love it. We love it so much. Uh, It helps just to get the podcast out there for other listeners. Join us on our Facebook page. Have some discussions with us. If you have a question, you want to show us your camping trip, we love to see it. It's called RV Small Talk Community Mm -hmm. on Facebook. And I'm out of words. No, you're out of oxygen. I I heard you kind of just kind of petering (laughs) out at the end. So again, thank you for joining us. If you want to see the show notes or any other show notes for any other episode, if you want to find the other episode where Sean and Monica were on, then you need to go back to our archives at rvsmalltalk.com. That was such a good episode. We played that Mm. game. Ah, that was so good. Is that the SpongeBob game? Yes. Y'all go listen. Yeah. It's not a game about SpongeBob. That was a bad commercial for it. Oh, sorry. It's, it's, it's good. It is. It, that was a ton of fun. That was a great day. So fun. Let's just keep talking about how fun it is while Clint <laughs> stares at us. Y'all need to shut 
off. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, thanks again. We will see you for the next episode of the RV Small Talk podcast. Bye.